The way we consume and share news today is largely rooted in social media outlets. A reason why we decided it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. From the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute, we're joined by Yerika. Good morning. Good morning. It's D-Day for yep. uh, apparently uh, close to half a million test takers in That's South right. Korea. That's right. 500,000, roughly. I, that's a daunting number, and it's a daunting day. Yep, it okay. is. So we know the drill, but... <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go over them? Yeah, I think we should, because, because well, if you're not a local listener, it might yeah. be new to you. So uh, planes are going to be grounded. Protests are going to be put on hold. Working hours delayed. Uh, Lena just said it, 500,000 students across uh, the country will take the annual College Scholastic Ability Test, or simply CSATs. Mm. And uh, the, the exams are also known as Suning here. And the test is arguably the most critical, the most important test uh, most Korean students will take in their lifetime. It determines which university they'll get into. Mm. Uh, most Korean students spend their entire youth preparing for this day. That might even be an understatement yep. because it's not just uh, the students, it's their entire family work, uh, <laughs> on, on, on walking Absolutely. on eggshells. Absolutely. Right. Now, uh, the it's a marathon exam. Uh, it's going to take place, uh, well, all throughout the day, actually. It's going to start with the Korean language test at 8.40 a.m. Mm. And the test will wrap up at 5.45 p.m. Uh, with a test on the second foreign language or Chinese characters. That's the final test of the day. Mm. Uh, tests on other subjects, including mathematics, English and Korean history will be held in between. Uh, there are only few other tests like ours, a nine-hour test. Yep. It does feel and look like a marathon. Uh -huh. Now, given the significance of the CSAT, it only happens once a year, folks. That's right. Uh, and how any disturbance could lead to a legal battle. Yep. It's happened. Literally. Yep. Uh, Korean companies and government offices typically go uh, to great lengths to allow test takers to arrive at their testing sites in the morning in optimal form. Yep. Um, police cars will patrol the streets to take some students into well, the test sites if they're late. That's right. Uh, they will also ensure that loud noises <sighs> are kept at a minimum for the listening portion of the English exam. All airplanes will be prohibited from taking off and landing between 1.05 p.m. and 1.40 p.m. Well, that's a span of 35 minutes. Uh, this is when the students take the English listening test. Mm -hmm. So any pl planes that fly into Korea during that period will have to uh, stay at least three kilometers <laughs> above the ground until the test is over. I know this sounds crazy, but uh, <laughs> like we said, this is the, the usual drill. I know. From afar, it sounds so yep. unusual and perhaps even extreme. But I mean, that 35 minutes can literally make or break yes. a student's career. So it's high stakes. Therefore, we go to great lengths yep. to ensure that everything goes as smoothly as possible. Right. I, I, I think it's interesting that they'll just kind of have to hover until... <laughs> That portion of the test is done. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> to help students get their testing signs on time, the Seoul Metropolitan Government said it would increase buses and subway trains, especially during the morning hours. Yeah, and it's also secured almost 800 vehicles, according to news reports, to help anyone who calls the office asking for help with mm -hmm. transportation. Uh, some 260 safety agents will also...
also be on standby at crowded subway stations like Gangnam Station and uh, Hongik University Station. Mm. Now, over in Incheon, 34 test takers from Ungjindo Island have mm. been studying at a four-star hotel in downtown Incheon since last Friday uh, to basically stay near their designated testing ah. sites. Uh, all fees have been covered by the Incheon Metropolitan Government, Incheon's Education Office, and Ungjingun County Office, as well as the hotel. And similar benefits have been provided to 15 students from Ullungdo Island mm. on the east uh, who are studying at a hotel in Pohang in Gyeongsangbuk-do province. Mm. Now, the Seoul Metro Union and the Solidarity Against Disabilities Discrimination both said they would postpone their protests this morning uh, to not disturb the students taking the test. All right. So again, trying to ensure uh, as much as possible that is a leveled playing field. It's been a rocky journey for students taking the exam, especially today, and not least because of COVID-19. Yeah. So the students who are taking the test today, when they entered high school, that's when COVID began. So they spent the entire high school years, that very important period in their lives, Wearing a mask. Wearing a mask. Yeah. I mean, as if it couldn't get more stressful. Yeah. And the thing is, I think it's it saddens me a little bit that they don't know any other version of high school. Exactly. They, they haven't been on field trips no. because that was prohibited as right. well. Right. You know, it's customary for parents and loved ones and even the younger students to cheer for these students in front of schools on exam day. But, uh, you know, over the past three years, this has been happening. The mood is calm and collected. Yeah, it's muted for sure. And maybe, I don't know, for some test takers, Mm -hmm. that might be a better way to approach their test sites. But you're right. Everything has been a little bit subdued and that saddens us a little bit. Yes, exactly. Uh, You know, typical scenes on exam day include, you know, you'll see drums, you know, (laughs) students playing the drums, singing, you know, cheering them on. Uh, We haven't been able to see that for a while. And this year, again, like I said, the scene, it's going to be muted. Um, but there have been other more, I guess, creative ways to cheer for these students. I mean, the younger students have been creating videos oh, with messages. You know, special. yes, exactly. And uh, teachers have actually prepared like a big board at the uh, at the back of the classroom okay. with post-its. Okay, you know, nice. and students have written notes for you know their peers and their seniors. You know, wishing them the best of luck because they would need it. Even muted, there are ways yes. to, I don't know, maybe bring in the positive spirits right. and yep. ensure that everyone knows that there are people rooting for them. Best of luck, all the test takers today. Alright, let's move on to our second buzzword of the day, the Qatar World Cup. It's literally just around the corner uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Team Korea's captain has landed in Qatar yep. and surprisingly he was spotted practicing with yeah. his teammates because I mean, we, we weren't sure if he'd be ready to practice right off the plane. And we yeah. talked about it yeah. uh, uh, he, we said that he would probably be wearing some sort of face mask <laughs> at the Qatar yes. World Cup Games. And uh, yeah, he was seen in, indeed wearing a face mask. Uh, thankfully, he said the mask is more comfortable than he had initially anticipated. Mm. Uh, at a press conference that was held yesterday, uh, Son Heung-min said the mask is light, hard and can protect him from impact and mm. he said that sweating can be a little bit problematic <laughs> yeah, it's very hot over there in, in Qatar, Qatar it averages like 30 degrees yes. Celsius mm-hmm. as we speak so it's tough conditions yep. but clearly his intention is to power through that's right 
For those of you wondering what the face mask looks like, it kind of resembles a mask of Zoro. We're streaming yep. the images it's, as we speak. It's black. It covers, you know, half of his face. It kind of looks like a superhero, huh? Do you think that was intentional? <laughs> I don't know. He does look like a superhero. Um, you know, many people have been asking, so what is that mask made right. of? Right. He says that's a secret, but it appears to be the carbon fiber variety that's commonly oh. used in recent years. Okay. Uh, Son, by the way, won't be the first Korean player to appear at a World Cup wearing a mask. Uh, Kim Tae-young, a former national team defender, famously wore a nose guard mask during the 2002 Korea-Japan World Cup. Mm. He broke his nose uh, during a round of 16 game against Italy. Mm. And uh, Kim reportedly still keeps the mask in a glass display case at home. so. I I mean, 2002 World Cup, I feel like any memorabilia attached to that game should get a special display case but yeah a nose guard yeah (laughs) (laughs) so anyways uh, the good news is that Son Heung-min when he was asked how he was feeling Mm. you know both physically and mentally he said the surgery went well Mm. and that he was in good shape you know he has taken what 10 days off from training he said it was actually good for him because it was an opportunity for him to recharge and uh you know, he says that, you know, he still has to wait and see how long it will actually take mm. for the, his face to fully recover. Mm. Uh, he didn't disclose the information, what his doctors told him. Mm. But uh, he says his job at the World Cup is to basically give it his best shot. Yep. yep. And he's not giving his details. And, and that's because he's literally, on some days, his face is more swollen. On other that's days, right. it's not. So he really does have to take it on a day-to-day he basis. He keeps, uh, you know, adjusting his the mask, mask on yeah. his face. Because, like you said, his face, like, changes every day. That's right. Yeah. So that's why he's touching his mask a little bit yeah. more. But I mean, it's literally just around the corner, yeah. Erica. It's, it's it. a little too early for him to pull off a header. <laughs> but but he says sprinting is no problem. There you go. Yep. And that's a specialty, isn't yeah. it? All right, on to our last buzzword of the day. How do we decrease the use of plastic takeout mm. cups? Apparently put a price on it. Yep. Uh, a number of cafes on the island of Udo mm. in Jeju-do have been providing uh, multi-use plastic cups to their customers, not the typical disposable ah. single-use cups for takeout. Okay. Uh, a deposit of 1,000 won is added to the price of the drink. Now, cafe owners taking part in this new initiative say they felt deeply uncomfortable uh, seeing disposable cups with their cafe logos on them <sighs> rolling around on the beach. Oh, dear. And the thought that they were, you know, unwittingly contributing to ocean pollution didn't sit well with them. I've got to say, Udo is a, it's a pretty, I think, small island. It's small. It's what, 6.1 square kilometers? You know that saying, out of sight, out of mind? Yep. It, it, but if you get a visual on something, and even if you're not the direct cause of yep. it, you're contributing to, I don't know, the ocean being polluted, mm-hmm. then it, it would hurt me yep. too, right? Same here, 100%. Okay. Now, Udo is, well, typically, it's a t- quiet island, but uh, in recent years, it's mm. become a really popular tourist destination. Mm. It attracts, what, 2 million visitors oh. every year. And the trash that they leave behind is a major headache for the island of Udo. So how does Udo typically deal with all of its yeah. trash? So there is an incinerator on mm. the island, but it can only process uh, one tons of trash a day. Now, the problem 
problem with that is the amount of garbage that is produced every day on the island amounts to three times that. Uh, 3.2 tons of trash produced so every single day. They would need plan B or C, maybe yep. ship a two tons worth of garbage out yeah, of the island every something day? something like that. Okay. And there's also a landfill, but it's really small and severely overloaded. Okay. Uh, and the plastic waste abandoned by tourists has contaminated not just the island, but mm-hmm. the entire coast of Jeju-do Island. Mm. So, uh, Jeju-do Island and Jeju Tourism Organization declared an all-out war mm. on plastic waste uh, by introducing these multi-use cup deposit system mm. in August. Uh, there has been a collective fear that Udo Island might become a trash island. Oh. And that's what prompted you know, policymakers to introduce this new system. But it would require a lot of cafes to get on board yes. with this initiative. It's just a mm-hmm. few. It wouldn't change anything. So yeah. how many cafes are actually participating? You know, uh, the, the, the first line of this news article that I read, uh, the number of single-use uh, what plastic cups has dropped significantly? Mm. Well, for now, 11 out of 87 cafes are voluntarily participating. So imagine what would happen if all the cafes participated because Mm. the change has already been really noticeable in the past three months or so. Um, The disposable cup deposit system I think many people might be asking, why not just implement the system on the entire island of Jeju? I was going to say. Yeah, well, that's starting next month. Okay, (laughs) so we tested the waters in Udo. We're going to expand the entire... Okay, so now every time I visit Jeju Island, I'm going to take my little thermos with me. I I think that's natural progression. I like it. Mm -hmm. All right. You know, when I took my wedding pictures on Jeju Island, it it was heartbreaking because during this beautiful sunset, we took um, pictures by the Uh beach and... In the original picture, there you can spot a lot of empty Trash. water bottles it just floating in the water. No. And, and we had to edit it out. And it was a popular tourist season, but it kind of broke my heart. Um, you you had need to, to be edit doing... out the garbage. Yeah. So, <sighs> I mean, that's just one example. Yeah. One teeny yep. tiny mm. example. But there you have it. We should be doing more. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Erica. I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.